today. Uh, flat the E for me. <laughs> That's E flat, I think. <laughs> On Christ the solid rock I stand
Robert, good to see you. Uh, Reverend Atkins is here, one of my sons uh, in the uh, deacon ministry and then in the ministry. We've had some fun days together. I discipled him in the park. Uh, that's where we met for months, I think. About a year getting ready for his entering the deaconship. And then God has called him to, to preach. And uh, he's very interested in unity uh, in the body of Christ. And he uh, seasons that with prayer. Lord Jesus, today, live your life through us in obedience to your word and in the power of your spirit. Lord Jesus, today, live your life through us in obedience to your word and in the power of your spirit. I want, I want to bother you today in, in the Matthew Gospel, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter five. Thank you for the reading of the paragraph this morning. I want, I want, I want to talk about the exceptional life. That's what I want to talk about. The the extraordinary life, the transcendent life, the abundant life, uh, the eternal life. But but I want I want to look at it, uh, Gail and. And I probably will be redundant because I, I don't know what I preached last time I was here. Uh, I used to write it down uh, and uh, I stopped doing it. So if I am redundant, you probably don't remember what I preached last time I was here anyway. I'm driven, I'm driven by this because of these days of, of uh, being in the midst of the, the pandemic and we are practicing distancing. And I thought about and separation. I thought about 
fact of the pandemic, it talks about the spreading of, of disease. Uh, and it's, it's not only an epidemic, it's a pandemic. It's, and I thought about the cruciality of the Church of Jesus Christ to be the diaspora as the disease is spreading. It's universal. The church is called as salt and light to invade the world, to, to be the diasporan as a diaspora. Ah. <laughs> uh, People have been asking me, uh, what is God saying to the world? It's a world event, world condition. What, what is God saying to the world right I said to them nothing. They are deaf. They can't hear. He's talking to the church. Because believe it or not, the church exists for the sake of the world and for the sola de gloria, the glory of God. The church exists for the world. The world needs us. They don't know it. They have no clue that we are we are essential for the reconciliation for the world coming back to and mankind in particular coming back to our oughtness who we were created to be, that the church has, has, has been called out of that world of darkness. Regenerated, fixed, touched, saved, justified, commissioned to go back into that world. 
That, that's really all I've come to say. That we need to understand, City Church needs to understand, Vinny, the churches of Sacramento, the churches of the world, need to understand that we are called, watch this, we, 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 we are, we are, and, and this, this whole Sermon on the Mount where this text is found that you read this morning, a daughter, you, it, it's found in, in, the, in the master's teaching and preaching to his disciples. But the crowd heard because the disciples were, were, were the focus of his teaching, but the crowd was in earshot. To hear the teachings of the master on, on the kingdom of God. This sermon is concerned with the king's domain, kingdom, you, the, the etymological look at the word kingdom, the domain of the king. The kingdom of God is not the church. It's bigger than the church. The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is 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 bigger than the church, but the church is a colony of the kingdom. If you please, it's like an embassy. It it is from another the church is from another country but is sent into the foreign land. God will, somebody, somebody said the other day, somebody said the other day uh, that they believe in aliens, that there are aliens in the world. I said, that's, that's not new. Because that, that's who believers are. We are ETs. We're extraterrestrial. We're not of this sphere. We're not of this, this land. And, and, and if we do not understand the, the Peter's words, say that we are aliens and we are strangers. We, we, we are not of this world. We, we are not of this sphere. We, we are in the world, but we're not of the world. If we do not understand that, that we are the diaspora, we are the diasporan, we, we have been sent, called out of the world and sent back into the world to be different and to make a difference. We're not, we're not, that, that, that's, that's where 
That's our distinctiveness. Is that we, we are, we are to be aliens, strangers here. Not obnoxiously, but obviously. We don't want to turn people off, but we want to turn them on to someone that can change their lives from the inside out. The kingdom of God. is commensurate in the coming of the king. Jesus Christ, who's king of kings and lord of lords, has entered this world from beyond the world. He has, he has come. God sends himself on mission. He does not send Michael. He does not send the, send the Pharisees, Pharisee, the, the, the angels. But he comes himself. And God, you hear it in the gospel and miniature as Luther called it. And God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He sends him into the world. Reconciling the world unto himself. Bringing the world back to its, from its lostness. He comes into the world seeking. He, Jesus, pardon the expression, someone said, I think, I think it, I don't know who it was now. Uh, he's the hound from heaven. That's a rough term. Uh, and, and he comes to seek us. God sends himself, the Latins called it missio. The Greeks call it apostolo. He, he, he sends himself into the world seeking us. Someone said, I found the Lord. Not really. He found you. God, and, and he's seeking now some of you who are here today who may not know him in a personal way. He's seeking you now. Uh, and as I preach, he wants you to give ear with your heart to the fact that he loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. He comes. The kingdom of God is commensurate in his coming. But the kingdom of God is in continuum in the fact of those who have bowed to the king. I was preaching. Avery, is that you back there? Good to see you. Get the mask on. Ah, that young man, I have so much to do with that young man. He's blessed my life. Good to see you, Avery. I was preaching Sunday about the parochial gate. He says, enter, you've got to enter into the narrow gate. It's in Matthew 7. He says, 
the, the gate that leads to destruction is wide and the way is wide, but the gate that leadeth to life is a narrow gate. It's narrow, but then it's also the understanding of, of narrow is, is small. Indicating you got to buy to get in the gate. You, 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 got, you, got, you got to come to the end of yourself. The end of me. If you are to win life, if you are to really start living, you've got to come to the end of yourself. And humanism and human pride and independence. Because, you know, if you really want to understand what sin is, you, you can do an etymological uh, understanding of it. S says self. O says, says uh, I says rather, independence and in says no sin sin is self-centered sin is declaring your independence day sin says i i seek to be free of god sin says i come to the place in my life where i want freedom from god sin says i want my autonomy Sin says, I want my 4th of July, my independence from God, humanism. And then sin says no to God. Bug off, leave me alone. I'm the captain of my own faith. That's what sin says. When you come to God, you bow. When you come to Christ, you bow to what he has done. On the cross of Jesus Christ. You, 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 you can't come standing up. You have to bow to him. Faith. Faith is more. Is more than cognitive. Faith. Faith, faith is more than believing in the existence of God. The devils believe that. The, the, the devils believe that God exists. But, but faith Faith, oh God, faith is surrendering yourself to the God who has worked in Jesus Christ to make a way for you. Oh God, y'all pardon me, I'm all over the place this morning. But, 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 but it, it, we could not get to God. We were hedged in. He was so holy. We were so unholy. We could not get to God. We couldn't reach God because our sins kept us at bay. God sends his son to retrieve us. God comes himself. And then not only does he come to teach us love, he comes to love us. He comes to love us. He comes to love us. And love is always a verb. It's a noun, but it's a verb. He, he acts in our behalf. He who knew no sin. I'm trying to get to the text. I, I haven't got there yet. But I'm trying to get he, he who knew no sin became sin for us. He died. 
has in the stead of each one of us. That's what he did. He made a way through his cross. That's why Buddha and Nanak and Confucius and Zoroaster won't do. Good dudes, good people, they had some moral standards, but man needed a savior. He needed a go-between. He needed a mediator. He needed a way, and Jesus Christ becomes that way. He makes a way through his cross. It's a bloody way. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. It's a bloody way to God. Jesus paid it all. All to him we owe. The kingdom of God is commensurate in the kingdom. The kingdom of God is in continuum in that everyone who has trusted the cross, who has surrendered, who has bowed at Jesus, everyone who has said, I give up, I surrender, we enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus said, you must be born again. You cannot see the kingdom. You cannot enter the kingdom unless you have been born again. Kingdom of God will be consummated in the age to come. Kingdom of God is the not yet living in the now. The kingdom has already come. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That kingdom has come in Jesus Christ. He says, here it is. I bid you good day. Except your righteousness exceed that of the Pharisees, you cannot experience the kingdom, the reign of God. Except, this is what he's saying, uh, uh, Avery. He's saying, unless you go beyond religiosity, Unless, unless your Christianity is more than religion. And we got to be careful that we are bogged down in duology instead of theology. It's, it's not our doing. We work because we've been worked in. We don't work to be saved. It's not part an expression. It's not auto-soteriology. It's not self-salvation. It's not living a good life. It's the, 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 the hardest people to win for Christ are moral people and religious folk. The Pharisees thought they were already there with all their laws and all their fasting on, 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 I think, Mondays and Thursdays, they would fast. They were supposed to fast at the day of Yom Kippur once a year, but they, they fast and they, they stood in the street corners. They were religious folk. They did good things, but they didn't have a relationship with God. God, Christianity, Christianity is not a religion. It's listed 
by the religionists as a religion, but Christianity is not one of the religions. As a matter of fact, Christianity is not a word, or Christian is not a word that we gave ourselves. We were called followers of the way. We were called disciples. We were called believers. But the enemy gave us the name Christian because we were acting like Christ. So they called us little Christian, little Christians. But Christianity is not a religious construct. Christianity is a relationship that we have after grace comes down and after faith reaches up. When the conception happens to the believer, to the one that trusts in Jesus, a child is born. Something happens. I, I, I believe in the mysterium of the new birth. I, I believe that something happened in my life beyond a cerebral mental exercise of a belief system. Something happened when Jesus came into my life. Something marvelous, wonderful happened. Something dynamic happened when Jesus touched me. And, and all the joy that flooded my soul, something happened and, and, and now I, I, I know I may not be able to identify the hour. I may not be able to identify the day. I may not be able to identify the month that he touched me, but the evidence is there that he touched me in all the joy that's from my soul. Something happens and now I know he's real. He's real. He, he, he made a change in my life. Do I have a witness anyway? I've been touched. Oh, bless his name. I, I said, I've been touched by his power divine. It's more than self-righteousness. Our righteousness have to exceed that of the Pharisee. Matter of fact, the reason why it does exceed it is because he who knew no sin became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Are y'all hearing me? We are, oh bless his name, bless his name. We are, oh God, bless, hallelujah, bless, oh Jesus, bless his name. We are, first of all, positionally righteous. I'm stuck here. I can't move like I'm. <laughs> Y'all don't know how hard it is for me this morning. I feel like a bird in a cage. I'm trying to fly. But, 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 but we are, we, watch this. We, 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 don't, we don't say, you know, if I'm going to heaven. I hope to go to heaven. I, I hope to see God. We, we, don't, we, we don't live in, 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 the, in the subjunctive. We live in the indicative. 
Are y'all hearing me? It, it, it's not if, but, but it's when we all get to heaven. Amen. I, and I'm still rising. I'm still falling. I'm, I, 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 I still fight sin every day. I fight sin. But, but it's because of my position that I have assurance. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of, of I don't know what y'all waiting on. I'm preaching now. Our position, we have a position of righteousness. We have been declared right, although we're wrong. Ah, God, y'all don't know when to shout. We have been declared right, although we're wrong. That's justification. We have been justified. We have been declared righteous, although we're wrong, because our righteousness is situated in Jesus Christ. We have been set free, no longer bound. There is therefore right now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Not in city church, not in Mount Zion, but not in the Catholic church, but in Christ. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All of the ground is sinking sand. I dare not trust. I don't mean to holler at you. <laughs> the sweetest frame. But wholly lean on Jesus' name. I anchor is in that rock. Our safety is in that rock. Shame on you if you, if you doubt your salvation. Shame on you if you're dependent upon your good works and your religiosity and your moral state. Shame on you. It's nothing but the blood of Jesus can wash as white as snow. We're resting on the finished work of Christ. He paid it all. He didn't make a down payment. He paid it all on Calvary. And we rejoice in the fact that our righteousness is positional before it's practical. Are y'all hearing me? We practice who we already are. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me. We are practitioners of righteousness, but, but first of all, we are possessors of his righteousness. When he looks at his son, he's well pleased. Not when he looks at us. We're covered by the blood of Jesus. I said we're covered by the blood of Jesus. We have on his garments, he told Adam and Eve, take those man-made covering off, those fig leaves. And he provided for them a covering. Oh, bless his holy name. Except our righteousness exceed that of the Pharisees and scribes. We will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Oh, God, I'm done. I'm done. We were created exceptional. He made us in his image. He made us in his image. And all we like sheep have gone astray. 
We've turned every man to his own way, but the Lord hath laid upon his son Jesus the iniquities of us all. We were exceptional in the beginning, but we came unaccepted in our sin. But Jesus Christ came to clothe us in his righteousness. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, bless his name. We came short of the glory of God. Let, let me say this on my way to heaven. Glory, Gail, glory is higher than heaven. And that's where we're on our way back to, is glory. Oh, bless his name. All have sinned and come short of his glory. Humanity was made to give him glory. Why do I exist? Why, why am I in the world? What's my purpose? And I hear these people, and you gotta watch it. So much on television now, you gotta watch it. Jude said they crept in unaware. In Jude, he thought the false teachers crept in unaware. You, you follow your pastor. Be careful what you watch on television. Folks talking about, well, I'm looking for my destiny. What's my destiny? They talking about the horizontal. They talking about cars and houses and women and men. Gonna get a good man, gonna get a good wife, gonna get a good car, gonna get a boat. What's my destiny in life? Our ultimate destiny is to be like Jesus. That's our destiny is to be like him, to, to return to that which we lost in the first Adam, to, but was gained in the second Adam. Paul said in, in, in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 3, 18, we are moving from glory to glory to glory. Glory is higher than heaven. The heaven will pass away. We'll have a new heaven and a new earth. But glory, we're on our way to glory. To be like Jesus. That's our destination. Not heaven, not with Jesus only, but like Jesus. That's where we go. Going back to that which was lost in, in the first half. And Jesus had to become exceptional. I'm done. He had, I, I, I'm really done. I'm going to give you back some time. You said I had to 7 o'clock tonight. I'm going to give you back some change. Jesus became exceptional in his birth. 
Nobody was born like him. Without a father, he was virgin born, exceptional. Jesus was exceptional in his life. No one lived like he lived. His miracles, his, his, his morality, his, he was exceptional in his life. But then he was exceptional in his death. Nobody died like Jesus died. The nails didn't kill him. The loss of blood didn't kill him. He died on his own terms. While he was dying, he was ministering to, to a thief on the cross. They didn't take his life. He said, nobody can take it. I have to give it up. If I don't give it up, I've got too much life to die. Every time they tried to kill him, he could heal himself. He died because he chose to die. He didn't bleed to death. He sent his spirit back to God. He surrendered his spirit. The rest of them were dead, the two thieves. Matter of fact, there wasn't two on the thieves. There were three thieves. There was one on, on, on what's right? On the right. <laughs> there was one on the left. But there was a thief in the middle. Three thieves. Died that day. Thank God for the one in the middle. Because he, he took away our sin. And when he rose from the grave, he snatched the power from death and the grave. Thank God that his death was exceptional. But early Sunday morning, They said, they said, I, I'm coming here, can I? <laughs> this good? <laughs> I'm smiling. They said, on Friday when they killed him, they said, checkmate. We got rid of him. We have him on the cross, checkmate. They whipped him all night long, they said checkmate. They stretched him wide, lowered him deep, they said checkmate. They took his body down and put it into a borrowed tomb and I heard them say checkmate. Yeah. They rolled the stone, checkmate. I'm playing chess now. He stayed there Friday night and Saturday night. But early Sunday morning, the king had another move. He got up from the grave with all power. Never a man died like him. Never, never ever man came back to life like him. He calls us to live the exceptional life. Let me tell you, I said it yesterday. As soon as you recognize 
can't be a Christian, you'll be able to be a Christian. As soon as you stop trying to live the Christian life and become ghost of he told those boys and girls, don't go nowhere until the Holy Ghost comes because he's going to give you exceptional power. You won't be able to pull off the Christian life on your own. It will frustrate you, demoralize you, waylay you. If you try to be what you can't be and you try to do what you can't do, recognize that you can't do it and be ghost Holy Ghost, be not drunk with wine, but be filled. Pastor Campbell, uh, thank you. Um, Sister Jones, uh, yes, come please. Uh, um, there's no words. Let's just stand. Um, could you play uh, When We All Get to Heaven, please? Um, the lyrics go um, in part. Uh, sing the wondrous love of Jesus. Sing his mercy and his grace. get through that <laughs> when we all get to heaven remember what I said about uh, as Paul Kaiser asked pastor what would you tell your younger self what would you tell your younger self that's what I said Wes I said focus on the journey as much as the destination. That's what I would tell my younger self. We are so fixated on um, that eschatological conclusion. It's good. When will Jesus come? You, you hear that? All the, the, all the, when is he coming? And, and they try and fix a date. It's like, you know, he's, I know when he's going to come. When he comes. I know that's profound. He will come when he comes. In the meantime, we have the opportunity and the obligation to live out uh, heaven now. Pastor Campbell, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Spar heads and hearts. Our Heavenly Father, again, we want to say thank you. Thank you for Christ. Thank you for Christ does all things well. Thank you for this, this, this time and this space that's etched in eternity. Thank you for the opportunity to uh, bask in uh, the move of your Holy Spirit. Father, thank you for the illumination. Thank you for the, um, the word that uh, stirs our very soul. Thank you. Thank you for this, this, this man, this servant, this 
uh, this, this slave of yours, Dr. Fred Campbell. Thank you for his life. Thank you for his life. Thank you for his service. Thank you for what you continue to do with and in him. Be with him. Keep him. Undergird him. The evil one would like nothing else than to uh, trip him up and to take away his testimony. But Father, you've already worked that out. Father, give him the wisdom to, to swim in that path that you've uh, laid out for him. Bless him even in advance, Father, now as he, he enters into a new relationship. Father, we so thank you for Jackie. Thank you. Just, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Father, I thank you for all my brothers and sisters that are come here this morning that, that have made City Church uh, their destination, at least for this morning. Father, who knows if, if we'll ever gather again in this number with these people. Who, who knows, Father? You know. Uh, but Father, thank you for assembling us this morning. Thank you for each and every person. Father, you know us. You created us, so you have to know us. You know the things that uh, we wrestle with needlessly. You know the things that keep us up in the middle of the night. You, you, you know all about us. You know our frame. You know it's dust, but you still continue to use us. Thank you. Now, as we go down from this place, Father, again, we're going, we're entering to uh, space uh, and engage with people that neither know nor love you. But Father, let us carry that sweet aroma of Jesus Christ everywhere we go. Father, that people will ask, what is that that makes you so different? Why do you respond the way you do to situations and circumstances? And Father, we become witnesses of your saving grace. Bless us, Father. Keep us from the evil one. Protect us from the world. Save us from ourselves. Father, we so love you and we thank you. And we ask all of this in the precious, matchless name of our Savior. My Savior. But he's your son, Jesus the Christ. Let every heart say, Amen. greet somebody. Greet somebody. <laughs> 